0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: and welcome to main menu live my name is jeff bishop and we have uh, quite a number of people with us tonight including someone who used to and really kind of still does work with us on on the uh, acb radio side of, of the fence uh but she's here in a different capacity we'll get to that in just a minute but we have quite a panel so let's get started with that first uh, as part of the Information Access Committee. And we'll run around and we'll formally introduce all of the Information Access Committee to everyone in the second hour of the show. And we'll talk about exactly what's going on. Why why is the Information Access Committee here? And we'll talk to you all about that in the second hour. But let's introduce the people that are here. Uh, let's see, let's start with California. Larry?
2: Hi there, Jeff. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here once again.
1: Great, thanks, Larry. And Jason, Hello, everybody. Yeah, and Peggy's here.
3: Hi, everybody from Florida.
1: And our officer liaison, Ray Campbell, is here. He's also operating the board for Zoom. So those of you listening on Zoom, you know, hello nice to Ray, tonight. Hello, everybody. Great, and I and Judy. I, I think she's on mute, but she may come in later.
2: John is here too. And
1: John out. is here. Hey, John. I didn't know if you were going to be Can here. I just on, clocked out. So oh, very good. Good. All right. Well, before we get started, we have some uh, pretty major announcements to talk about first. And I thought I would hand this over to Jason to talk a little bit about what's happened to main menu and the podcast side of things. So, Jason, why don't you pick it up from here?
4: Sure. One of the things we've done, among many things, is we have migrated all of our podcasts all of the ACB podcasts over to Pinecast because Pinecast is a much modern a much more modern platform than what we have been using and uh, provide some great features and an intuitive interface. Uh, Jeff was the one who actually started introducing the idea that we might use that, and we looked at it and said, whoa, we got to do this. So I am very excited to report that uh, Main Menu is, among all of the other podcasts, we have migrated over to Pinecast. And when you go to the old address to um, check on any new uh, main menu episodes, it automatically redirects you to the new location. Another exciting piece of that is that there have been those who have been chomping at the bit for the main menu archives from before 2008. <laughs> and I did send an email quite a while back saying, oh, we're working on it. You know, it, it's happening. we are It's a thing that will probably be ready at the end of summer. Well, It it took maybe a little longer, but we have the pieces we need, and it's still uh, a work in progress. But you can now find the main menu legacy podcast. And that is listed on the ACB radio website main page under how about some podcasts and the first main menu episode ever is uploaded there. So you can hear it and there will be many, many, many more to come. Thanks to Chase Crispin and others, uh, including Jonathan Mosen and uh, John and Larry. So um,
1: yeah, absolutely. Now now tell them a little bit about the trick that we're kind of, doing with this to kind of give it even a a larger (laughs) historical view.
4: Yes. The fun aspect is that when you post to Pinecast, it automatically, of course, puts the current time and date, but it allows you to change the time and date. And I thought, gee, will it let me put the original date of the first main menu episode? I hope I got that right, by the way. And uh, let me post. So, sure enough, I put that in. Pinecast posted it and it said, "Okay, you've posted this episode 20 years ago." <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, uh, we we will be preserving the timeline of all of as the much old as possible. Main epi- as much as possible, yes.
1: Yeah, exactly.
4: Very exciting. So
1: you can find it in iTunes, you can uh, the main menu Legacy Podcast, you can find in iTunes and on Spotify and Mm -hmm. uh is it on google play too
4: uh i can't remember i don't think i've put it there yet because i wanted to kind of make sure it worked on itunes first and then i got sidetracked We'll get it on
1: google play Mm -hmm. and all of the podcasts uh, are are moving up there now so that uh you can find them on all the different podcasting services and all of that so Mm -hmm. pretty cool stuff really happy about that me too and again thanks to uh, chase crispin and others who have really really helped in contributing to make all of this happen so thank you very very much yes well tonight in the first hour we're going to bring janine stanley back and she she's, she's never going to leave we're not going to let her leave really but tonight it's all about ira and i thought it would be great to to get her on we haven't had her on to talk about ira in a really really long time and she tells us that she's got some goodies to share. So welcome,
5: Janine. Thank you, Jeff. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so excited to hear that we we are finally making some progress at getting all that archival material up that you all have been asking for for so long. So yay!
1: Yeah, it, it's it's pretty crazy. And the interesting thing about a lot of the legacy content is it's in, in a pretty strange format. They they used to put each segment in a separate file. So it's going to take a bit of editing and and it's going to be kind of fun to massage Oh, I remember that it well. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll deal with it. It's all right. It's all good. So, yeah. well, so how have you been,
5: Janine? I have been fantastic working hard um, at Ira. Many of you have probably seen a lot of our live YouTube uh, things that end up on our podcast feed. So, um, yes. as you can imagine, and then we've had all kinds of things going on this summer and even more to come.
1: That's right. So, for those that don't know what IRA is, and I can't really think of who wouldn't know, but let's just assume that there are people out there that don't know. What is it?
5: Sure. So, IRA is a visual interpreting service. And what that means is that we have. Uh Trained agents who are live, they come to you through a free smartphone app for both iOS and Android, and they use the back-facing camera of your phone. So you've got basically your sighted person in your pocket, but your sighted person who has training so that you're never going to hear it's over there. from an IRA agent. Um, they have had some extensive training in giving directions in uh, o terms. So if you happen to be out walking about, um, they can help with that. But they can also do a bunch of other things. So imagine if uh, you will, you have your phone there and you want to take a picture of something. And you've never been able to frame a picture correctly because, well, there's that whole thing about seeing. Well, you can call up your IRA agent. They can help you move the camera to the perfect spot, get that picture, and then label that picture for you with a description, which in iOS 14 is really cool. So that is um, it, that's one of the things that Ira can do for you. We can go onto your computer through TeamViewer and actually help you out with various tasks on your computer, from clicking on inaccessible buttons to reading websites to shopping. A lot of people use this to shop online, and of course, a lot of students use this in school. So colleges and universities are a really big deal for Ira.
1: Very cool. Uh, and
5: Jeff, I know you have been an explorer for quite a while.
1: I I, I have been, and I, I know that there's now an ACB plan, right? For Ira, is that correct? It
5: is yes. And I I look to see, and not many of you are signed up, so you may want to take advantage of this. Um, we have two ACB plans, and we're now calling them power plans. So we have the ACB Power Intro Plan. And uh, I like ACB Power. I think that sounds cool because I made it up. But beyond that, the ACB Power Plan lets you, for only $20 a month, get 30 minutes of IRA to use. Now, we recently changed our uh, free call policy, our five-minute free uh, calls, and we can talk about that here in a minute. But basically, you're going to get 30 minutes of IRA for only $20 a month. Then we have the ACB Power Advanced plan. And that will give you for $99 a month, that will give you 140 minutes. And normally that plan only gives you 120 minutes. So you get an extra 20 minutes with the ACB plan. And all you need to do is just call our customer care team and say, I am a member of ACB. That can be uh, a member of any of our state or special interest affiliates as well, and just let them know which affiliate you are a member of, and we will check that along with your name uh, with the national office and get you your plan.
1: Cool. So, uh, how, how are you guys dealing with COVID now? I mean, a lot, a lot of people are working from home, you know, uh, not necessarily out and about and all of that. Do you, are you finding that people are, are still utilizing the services much
5: People are. Oddly enough, at first, um, we did have a big drop in service uh, because a lot of people weren't traveling, uh, and that was a good bit of what Ira got used for um, with folks, you know, your daily commute to work, your uh, trips for work, airports, and things like that. Well, that really then shifted over to working online. And a lot of people this spring ended up doing a lot of spring cleaning in their houses and, you know, ended up doing a lot of labeling. And, oh, my gosh, what the heck is this and how long has it been here? And um, so we had a big shift from, you know, the the mobile IRA and the IRA out and about in public to the online IRA or the things around your house kind of home improvement Over the summer, as things have kind of shifted, we have had that online um, presence increasing. In fact, I saw a figure a couple days ago in a meeting that said about 55% of our calls now are actual uh, calls using TeamViewer to connect to the computer, which is pretty huge, actually, (laughs) Um, if you can imagine. um, It used to be around 20% of our calls. Were that way. So that's a really big deal. Um, and we have been helping people a lot with social distancing when you do go out. Um, that's become a really big deal, especially with our new uh, customers in the UK. So hi to everybody in the UK if you're listening to Main Menu Live.
2: Question about downgrading, okay, because I used, I traveled a lot with Marriott. I'm about two weeks from retirement. Okay. And I don't need what I had before. I've got the plan that goes, I think it's 200 minutes. Uh, and I use it a lot of stuff for daily tasks. But am I able to downgrade to another plan, say, for you 140 minutes? You definitely can,
5: learn anytime you want, in fact. Um, okay. We don't have any contracts or anything like that. The only thing you have to do in order to downgrade is just call up our customer care team, and they will be happy to set up your downgrade for you.
6: Good,
0: good. Is, That's did, it, excellent. <clears throat> Janine, I have a question. Is the um, that down? So, if like my wife and I are on a we share a plan, two hundred minutes. Could we downgrade to say the ACB Advanced Plan at one hundred and forty if we wanted to?
5: Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. You could downgrade to that plan. And, you know, many people are finding that they need to downgrade a little bit. But one thing that has kind of stopped that, you might remember that up until about mid-August, we allowed the first five minutes of every call to be free. And we did that as an access offer to get you to try Ira and, you know, really use it a lot. Well, people did use it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had to cut that offer back up considerably. Now, you know, sort of cutting it down to the ground and then maybe bringing it back in a different way uh, can be done. But we were really um, losing a lot. In fact, over half of our calls, actually around almost 60% of our calls were these free calls. And that was not a good business model. So in order to stay around for everybody for a long time, we decided that we will give you one free call if you are a guest and not paying for a plan. You get one free call every 24 hours and you say, what can I do with a free call? That's really, you know, wow, five minutes. You would be surprised at how much you can get done Mm in five minutes, especially if you need information quickly or you need someone to hop on TeamViewer and fix something on your computer or uh, you know, there are lots and lots of short tasks that can be done. If you have a paid plan, you're going to get a free five-minute call every four hours. So throughout the day, you will see a little counter under the usage tab of the app that's gonna tell you when you can have your next free five-minute call. But otherwise, you're gonna use your plan minutes And people found with this system that their plan minutes were much more economical because they tended to tend now to use more of them than they did before. Before they felt like they were wasting minutes, you know, oh, my gosh, I get to the end of the month and I've got 100 minutes left. What am I going to do? And uh, this way, uh, people tend to come super close to using up their minutes or they do use them up and then they can actually buy more.
2: Let's talk a little bit about Ira and COVID, uh, because there were all kinds of stories about what was happening with Ira, partially based on COVID. Is Ira any different today in terms of how it does things, what it's doing, than it was prior to COVID?
5: Oh, that is a great question. Well, we had sort of the perfect storm in February. Ira was bought by a different investment group, and so everyone was let go and rehired. I think it's fair to say that we went through a drastic reorganization and a downsizing of the company because we were a venture capital-funded company. And as COVID began to loom larger and larger, the venture capital world pulled back and not so much that we lost our funding because we did anything wrong, but everybody lost funding. And so we really had to figure out how to run leaner and meaner as it were. So we have a much smaller staff now, except for the agents, the agent pool, we actually grew that after COVID to respond to a lot of the online learning needs of people. And so we actually did hire more agents. In fact, uh, this summer, I believe, spring and summer, we did hire agents, not quite like we usually do for convention, but we certainly needed them to keep up with some of the online learning um, demands that we had. So we are a little bit different. We are much smaller. We are, as Troy Atelio, our our new CEO says, we are uh, pragmatically positive. So um, we want to move forward, but we want to do it in a smart way that's going to be pretty conservative in terms of what we spend and and how we do that kind of thing. The service itself is still the same, though.
2: Did you have a problem with supply and demand?
5: Um, That's a good question. We... Are working out now, right this minute. In fact, we are having some issues with um, folks having trouble in some instances. Um, You may open the app, tap the call button, and nothing happens. Or you get the call connects, but you have no sound. So we are definitely working on that right now. If that has happened to you in the past couple days, please um, send a note to support because we are working on that. Supply and demand is always a balancing act with us. Um, Knowing exactly how many people will be doing what when is always something that we're working on. It's one of the reasons that we don't offer rollover minutes because predicting that supply and demand is very difficult if you have rollover minutes. Hmm. Well, gee, Jeff, um, should we get into the big announcements? What do you think?
1: Yes, let's do that. I think there's some uh, big stuff that you wanted to talk about.
5: I do. I do. I have a couple big things to talk about. So, as you all know, after last night, we've got an election in this country coming up. Gee, um...
0: (laughs) No, you don't say. (laughs) I know.
5: I know. Well, starting tomorrow, in fact, watch your email boxes, watch your social media, because we have a voting offer coming out. And I can't give you too many details tonight. But how would you like 20 minutes free of IRA to complete tasks that involve voting? Now, this is only good in the United States, but the other countries that we serve, when you have national elections, you will get the same offer. So um, this is something we are encouraging people to go out and vote, to, uh, you know, look at your candidates, both national and local Um and if you happen to go to a polling place live on Election Day, we're going to help you with all that social distancing, too. Wow. So this one will be coming out in an email. All of the details of our get out and vote offer will be coming out tomorrow, along with another offer, which will either be coming out tomorrow or Monday. I have to check and see if our developers have it done yet. But many of you may know about the product called WayAround. And the Way Around tags, these are NFC tags, Way tags, that you can use to label various products. It's a labeling system, an information filing system, it does all kinds of things. And IRA agents uh, and Way Around are a good partnership. And we, we love the folks at Way Around, Jessica Hip uh, and Darwin Belt. They are great people. And we are doing a partnership with them. So, The way this will work, and I can't give you all the details, like I said, it'll be coming out in an an announcement probably Monday, Uh, but let's just say you will get a percentage off the price of your way around tags, and then when you want to set up those tags on products, you'll Get a certain amount of time free with IRA to actually help you do that. And the agents can write down descriptions of products, write down any information you need, email it to you, and then you can cut and paste and put that on a way around tag. What we're working toward are some other kinds of things with way around, like a way around button in the actual or an IRA button in the actual way around app. That's kind of far down the road, but um Ira is also working with Ray around on some indoor mapping that they're doing with way tags in public places, um, particularly for information about things like restrooms. Um, wouldn't that be nice to actually get all that info before you went in the restroom because that's oh, the man. one place Ira can't help you yeah. uh, when you're doing one of like the most navigation. disgusting
1: places you have to try to navigate just oh I know I, know. I
5: know and believe me we wish we could but
1: <laughs> no 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 it's totally understandable oh
5: yeah but yeah. oh and especially with COVID it's not a place you want to be touching no. everything
2: no uh,
1: well, yeah that's right yes that's correct so let's talk about the voting piece of this because there's all kinds of ways that people will be voting this year. Yes. Um, you know, mail in, which I'm, I'm a little concerned about from uh, how can you do that, uh, you know, with a secret ballot? I'm not, I'm not sure that's really possible as a blind yes. person. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, what you guys have discussed about that? And um, sure. are your agents familiar with, with each state or? It, You know, how is that going to work from a... We're
5: not so much familiar with the states. What we can do is to help you to look up information about your voting method. And then if you do need to mark a secret ballot, in Mm -hmm. fact, I'm going to be talking with Paul Schrader. Um, Many of you all know Paul, who used to be a legislative Mm -hmm. person in the ACB National Mm -hmm. Office long ago and far away.
1: Many moons Uh, ago.
5: Yeah, just, just a few few years ago, but yes. um, Paul is our uh, national policy director for IRA, and we're going to be talking about this very issue of mail-in ballots and how uh, you can work with an agent to mark your ballot. It's not going to be easy, I can tell you that right now, but... Um, Depending on the way the ballot is set up. Now, if you happen to be able to access it online and print it out, like the folks from, is it Democracy Now? Democracy uh,
0: Democracy Live.
5: Yes, thank you. Democracy Live, yes. Um, their system, which I used during last year's election, that was a great system. And if you happen to have that, you, you really lucked out because all the agent needs to do is guide you to where your signature is on the um, that particular ballot because you've printed it out. Uh, and so that works. But if you have an actual mail-in ballot where you have to color in the little circles, that's, it's not impossible. But we ask that you, you know, be patient because it could take a bit to line everything up and make sure that you're getting what you think you're getting.
1: Yeah, and you mess it up, and you're stuck.
5: Oh, right? you, you I mean, are, and that's where, yeah, you know. Or,
0: or, or you might vote for the wrong person. <laughs> exactly. yeah. well, I mean, this
5: election, that could be super yeah. important. Very,
0: but, yeah, really just really a little bit. bit. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's so, very you know,
5: one thing that uh, Paul and I were talking about, I said, you know, what, We really need to, and we're going to be talking to the agents about it too, is to help people line things up. Um, You might want to get, say, a ruler or a piece of colored paper or something that you can use to make sure that, you know, only one line of that ballot is showing at a time. So it's easier for you and your agent to make sure that you're straight and you're marking the correct um, oval that you want to mark. So that's one little strategy that we're recommending, and, and we'll probably go over much more. I haven't seen a paper ballot in eons, so I'm a little unfamiliar. Have any of you all voted via uh, mail-in ballot?
2: No, I have not. Mm-hmm. Absentee, yes, in years past, but not mail.
5: Uh-huh.
1: Washington does that here. That's right. Sure and um, we've got them in the mail for other elections. And uh, they're, they're you know, now Carrie can help me. That's my wife or doesn't mm-hmm. you no know. But uh, yeah, that <laughs> I could just you see, see my, it now. my you dear one, spouse
5: and I are voting a little bit differently. i was just going to bring that
1: up, right? This could be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> one spouse was voting slightly different than the other. That could be a problem. Yes. So yes, yeah. it'll be a
5: point of discussion, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: uh, well, at least yes, yes. So I don't know. A little worried. A little worried about about this, and uh, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how all of this comes. You know, around. I, I'm really hoping we get to a point where we can do online voting. Um, there, I really I'm sure that there's a way we well. can do this. You, you,
0: you know, you know that's, that's the thing. Everybody's talked about voting by mail. It's like, wait a minute, why are we doing that? Why don't we just go to online? You yeah. know, there's got to be a way to do it.
1: Yeah, well, not everybody has a computer, first so of that's all. That's true, yeah. But I think I think that it could solve a good percentage of the people who, who are voting. And I think that the voting percentage would go up. I mean, yes. what is it about? Only forty-nine percent of the the country
5: votes something if we're like that. Lucky,
1: yeah. No, if you're lucky. I have
5: to say, I was really surprised. We. Um we took part and I can uh, this is another kind of big announcement thing, but the many of you participated in the Flatten Inaccessibility survey that we did along with AFB and 15 other organizations um, back in April. Well, that final report is out. It just came out today. And again, you can find that one at Flatten Inaccessibility dot org or dot com. Now I'm blanking. I think it's dot com. Anyway, you can find that actually off of the IRIS site as well and off of the AFB site. But the percentage of people, they had a section on the survey about voting and how that was affected by COVID-19. And over 90% of the survey participants were registered to vote and had voted in the last election. Take that in, 90 plus percent.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
5: That makes me feel hopeful. Yes.
1: Yeah, yes. Absolutely.
7: <laughs> Same absolutely.
5: We yeah. were very excited to see that high percentage. Now, sadly, a lot of people are concerned about certainly uh, mail-in ballots, about even physically going to vote um, and being sure that they can actually get their ballots counted. Um, especially if it's a close election, we're all remembering 2000 now. Hanging
0: chads, pregnant chads, oh, all kinds goodness. of stuff. <laughs> but I've heard. I've heard it said that this year could make Florida look like child's play. This really is yeah. what I'm
5: afraid of, and. Yeah. Um, So I would say, you know, um, spend some time with this voting offer at your Board of Elections if you need to, at their website, Um, learning about what all the procedures are, which way your vote is going to be counted, because I know that uh, absentee ballots, for example, are usually counted as provisional. So that means they're counted last. And so that can be problematic depending on the race and the closeness and all of that. So
2: um, what, what it, other ways can IRA help in the vote in the voting process that we haven't talked about so far?
5: Well, let's see. Um, obviously, a lot of the research... Um, Into candidates, into issues, but then let's go to, you know, the actual polling place. Let's say that you really want to make sure that your vote is counted on election day and your area has uh, actual physical polling at polling places. You get there and you've got a line. And you've got a fairly big line because of social distancing, which you are going to have to maintain in order to stay safe. We can get you through that line. We can even get you to the voting machine if your area allows such things. A lot of polling areas don't allow cell phones in the voting booth or by the the, um, voting machine. And so you may want to check that out with your Board of Elections. If they need or want information, you can always um, call Ira. or we have a 15-minute demo mode. So if you're lucky enough, you want to go to your Board of Elections and say, check this out. This is what Ira is and what it does. Here's how it helps me. We're very secure um, in the voting process. Some people actually have used us in the voting booth if they don't have an accessible voting machine. And sometimes even if they do, but they haven't used one in a while. I know we got brand new ones in Ohio. Um, well, they're going to be brand new this year, and I haven't even seen one yet.
2: Yeah, we do I don't know. I assume, but should, shouldn't do that. That the voting machines are accessible. But I've done absentee the last several years, so I need mm-hmm. to actually go over there, find out what's available and accessible, and then go yes. from there.
5: Absolutely. Because if we you have ask the that question, for you know <laughs> almost. 15 years, I believe. Yeah.
2: If you ask that question, well, gee, sir, madam, is that booth accessible? They're not going to know what you're talking about.
5: Um, you may be surprised. I really? know here in Ohio, the state board of elections actually has a blind person who is heading up, um, and there are actually a couple of them that work at the board of elections specializing in accessibility. I really think that after the 2016 elections and some of the initiatives that came out of that um, really punched up some of the state boards of elections, which is really where you want to go, you know, locally, locally. You may not get much, but you may. You may be surprised. Um, I just happen to live in a state capital, so it makes it kind of easy that this person is, you know, basically we're in the same location, um, as it were. So he was easy to get to. But um, check out, you know, um, the, oh, well, now I'm going to, Ray's going to get me on this one 508 coordinator for your government, or is that just the feds? I've been out of that advocacy arena for a while, but since it is um, state and local government, it does fall under Title Two of the ADA.
0: And also Help America Vote Act.
5: There you go. Help America Vote Act. Thank you, C. <laughs> I'm in marketing land now instead of advocacy land. So, um, but. Also, check with ACB as well and find out what initiatives um, Clark and Claire have talked about on the ACB advocacy report. You know, check out all of these things. Ask your friends who have voted, you know, okay, what, what is this like? What are these machines like? Have you used the new ones that they have? Is this something that's doable? Now, I also know that um, we will help as part of this offer, help you coordinate your transportation to the polling place if you decide to go or your board of elections, if you decide to vote there, which I may actually do um, for early voting. And the way that that works is you would have your Lyft or your Uber account synced with Ira, and then the agent would help you by ordering the car for you. And uh, watching out for that car on both ends of the trip. And right now, the big deal with that is making sure that your driver is wearing a mask and appropriately, uh, you know, safe for travel.
2: Yeah, that's, you know, a, big, that's yeah. a big deal. <laughs> yes, It is. Al- although there's a lot of stuff that you see when you actually start to book your trip. and And every driver that I've talked to has said that they're already wearing masks. And I can tell yes. when I listen to oh, them. Yeah. So, so far, it's been pretty good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we uh, open it up for questions from the audience, um, wanted to talk about you know what other areas Ira is kind of doing for fun, uh, and you pointed out here about museums.
5: Yes. Oh, yes. Well, we are having. Um, we have an offer as part of our outreach to the black and, and uh, minority community, and part of our support of Black Lives Matter. We have an offer. For the Association of African American Museums, where you can spend up to half an hour at a time, and then, you know, you can call back if you're not done, um, at one of those member museum websites, or if you're lucky enough to go to one of the museums in person. Well, we decided, you know, that's wonderful, but maybe people weren't quite sure about, you know, museum content and and doing a museum online with an agent. So we started afternoon at the museum. And so far, we have been to the African American Museum of Iowa, which has this amazing 360 degree, you know, uh, view of exhibits, which sounds really cool if you're sighted, but if you're blind, you're kind of saying, oh, huh that's interesting and not accessible. Well, we had a lovely agent uh, take us through that view. We went to the Tuskegee Airmen Museum, which was totally cool. That was a really fun one. And last Friday, we went to the National Civil Rights Museum in Memphis. And it is on the site where um, Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated. Um, part of the Lorraine Motel is still standing as part of that museum. So that was a very interesting um a particular afternoon at the museum. And what we're showing you not only is um, the history of Black culture in America, slavery, all of these things, um, segregation and the civil rights struggle, all of that, but we're also showing you how you can actually enjoy museum content. Now, the Smithsonian Museums are back open again. And next Friday, we will be going to the National african-american history museum and we're probably going to spend two or three of our episodes there we're on every two weeks with this particular show four o'clock on friday afternoons eastern time and um, this is a very detailed museum we have all kinds of requests for museums um, after the first of the year we're doing the african-american museums through the end of the year Including, get excited about this one, Um, I believe we're going to do this one either right before or right after the election, depending on when they're ready, but the National Negro Baseball League Museum, which is in Kansas City. And um, that is a pretty awesome museum. We were going to do them last week, and it turned out they were revamping their online exhibits. So (laughs) they said, can we come on live, uh, you know, toward the end of October? Well, sure you can. You know, who doesn't love baseball? And, oh, my gosh, the baseball fans were very excited. So uh, we'll have more uh, museums after the first of the year. We're probably going to take a look at some of the Smithsonian museums, including Air and Space, Natural History, um, possibly a few of the other kinds of uh, the Treasury Museum and some other places like that. So stay tuned for that. Those are great fun. You can tune in live on our YouTube channel, or you can uh, if you are an IRA, uh explorer customer you will get an email that will give you all the information to join us on zoom as well so that's the excitement about music very cool and then we have other fun stuff jeff but wait there's more
1: all right well tell us
5: okay so we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the ada and from now through the end of the year and this was back from the uh, i believe the first of august through the end of the year we, we'd asked you to vote for your favorite access location that isn't an access location. And guess what people voted for? Walmart, yes. So you can spend 20 minutes of every hour in Walmart free on IRA. So you can actually be in a Walmart or you can go to Walmart online. And my headphones are falling off right now, folks. There we go. I'm so excited. Anyway, um, you can actually go to Walmart.
0: Go to Walmart, buy a new pair.
5: I know. There you go. Go to Walmart, buy a new pair. There you go. Um, Somehow, I don't think they carry these at Walmart, but...
1: (laughs) I was going to say, you probably wouldn't want the ones at Walmart.
5: Exactly. But the holidays are coming, and you can. I, I uh, I have been made aware that you can buy some serious Halloween candy at Walmart. And that would make it worth the trip, especially if they have Heath Bars right. I'm in.
1: Now, see, oh, for man. those of us that are that are trying to lose weight, that's just wrong.
5: Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> well, you can get just your not, decorations there, Jeff.
1: Not, not That's right, yeah. Because you
5: know, you know, you need good Halloween decorations for your apartment. And um, yeah. so, you know, a wealth I'm of scur- stuff. I'm fuss- scary
1: enough. I don't need to hang anything else up. <laughs>
5: <laughs> just stand in front of the door, right? That's
1: <laughs> right. Yell boo. Yeah, I see.
5: Exactly.
4: <laughs> I all see. right.
1: Well, all right. Well, let's uh, let's open it up for questions. I, I I saw some hands raised and then they got lowered, but oh. here they come. People are raising their hands already. All yeah.
0: right. Let me let me tell them how to do that in case they don't know. Some of them already do. Uh, so, if you'd like to raise your hand to ask a question, uh, you can on the computer, or the PC you use Y. On the phone, it's star nine. On the um, Mac, it's option Y. And on the, this is webinar, so if you're using the app, you have a raise hand button. You don't have to go under more. So you have a raise hand button right on your screen. So uh, with that, we've our first uh, person of tonight, Diane Scalzi, you should be allowed to talk.
8: Yes, hello, everybody. Um, Janine, my question is that if, uh, if we happen to miss the museum tours and uh, are interested in any of them, will, will they
5: remain on, uh, on YouTube? Yes, absolutely. In fact, um, Ryan Bishop, who puts together our YouTube site and is cataloging all those videos, he's going to put them into a playlist if they're not already uh, in a playlist format up there. We're also starting our expedition calls again. We'll have four of them in October, and those will also be in a playlist up on YouTube. Plus, we put the audio in our podcast feed for IraCast right away as well. So you have plenty of chances if you you happen to not be around during the time period we go live. Okay, thank you. Sure.
0: Okay, we have we have Marcia Moses. You should be al- allowed to unmute. Hi, Marcia. Marcia Moses going once. Marcia Moses going twice. Um, I will. We're gonna move on. Let's see. Gary Hogan, you should be allowed
9: to talk. Can you hear me?
5: We sure
9: can. Hi, yep. Jerry. Hi. Um, I'd like to thank you guys very much. And just, just a compliment. You guys are doing a very good job. And I do want to thank you for giving our veterans an opportunity to use IRA as well. And I thank IRA myself, too. So uh, I appreciate it very much for what you guys do for our veterans.
5: Thank you so much, Jerry. I'm glad that you mentioned that because we do have a special plan for our veterans. And if you want some information about that plan, anybody out there who is a veteran, please call up our customer care team. We'll be happy to talk to you about it. All right.
1: Thanks, Jerry. Um, I think Marsha re-raised her hand.
0: Yes, yeah, she, she. I did. I never lowered it. I'm gonna, Marsha. Let's try again. Marsha Moses, uh, you can unmute. There you go.
8: All right. Hopefully things are going better this time. There we go. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, I, I have a question that doesn't have anything to do. I hope this is a bit off topic. Um, I don't have a smartphone, and I had planned on getting your glasses, you know, along with the i eye- uh, the uh, Android phone. Mm-hmm. Are there any plans on bringing something back for those of us who don't have smartphones for Ira? Oh Boy,
5: you have asked the magic question. Um, we are continuing to look at options for glasses. Um, and yes, we are looking at the Google glasses that Envision AI is going to be using. Um, and we're waiting for the price on those to come down. The price is way higher than we feel comfortable offering to folks. Well, you. Um, and, you know, we are looking at whether we can put our app on those glasses, what that's going to entail. Uh, so, we're definitely looking, and we know that people would love a hands free kind of glasses solution, especially those of you who don't have a smartphone. Now, we have something coming up toward the end of October that may help in some use cases if you don't have a smartphone. So it's going to involve your computer. So stay tuned. That's about Ooh. all I can say at this point. It's going into beta. But, all um, right. you know, yeah, this is going to be something really interesting.
3: Well, I, I,
8: I, I love my PC. I love my laptop. So if there's anything that can be done
5: for that, that would be wonderful. It's, it's coming, Marsha. It is coming. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you. Oh, you are welcome.
1: Thank you, Marsha.
0: And that's all the hands you have,
1: Jeff all right, very good Wasn't this is
10: Satana. can I jump in with uh
1: oh. hey, Satana how are you hey, Welcome Satana. aboard
10: Hi I to, the whole I was gonna say something different but then you said something about the computer and IRA and I just thought, oh that's exciting because you know maybe that will eliminate this whole thing of agents having to open team Viewer and <laughs> you know <laughs> things, maybe. I'm Dragon
5: Dream. Yeah, um, I was but- just going to say, you didn't hear it here, but yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Yeah, that's the idea, right? Let's just, Funny, just, that's the idea, That's anyway. just to
10: remove the phone out of the equation altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to throw out there that um, I don't I don't look at the offers too often, but I'm pretty sure that your jobs offer is still there. And certainly, I'm the biggest user of small business ever there was. Um, I was in a Zoom call recently with the um, Ivy folks, which is an uh, ACB affiliate, the inter- Independent yes. Visually Impaired Entrepreneurs and the call was about financial resources that one can use to help blind business owners and i was shocked to be the only person on that call using the ira small business offer oh offering. no because under promoted
5: that- oh. man it is under phenomenal. So I just wanted to plug that. we will great. have some more good news on that one. Um, we're adding a few things to the good folks, Ted Drake and the great people at Intuit that sponsor the small business offer. Um, they're going to be adding some additional functionality across the board uh, with another offer coming up very soon. Interesting. And we That'll think that one may come on board in October. We're not sure if it's going to be October or November, but trust me, any business person is going to like it. <laughs> Plus, Excellent. a lot of us who are not business people are going to like it.
10: Well, it has uh, always been something that I have have valued uh, that Ira has, so thank you for that.
5: Well, thank you. And, um, you know, absolutely uh, share the love with Intuit because it is thanks to their sponsorship. And that's what we're continuing to try to do is to get our access partners involved and to get them to cover the cost because our community is, is generally not a wealthy one. And so any way we can get that cost covered for people, especially for small business people in this economy, it's very difficult. And so, you know, We want to try to do all we can with our business partners to make that happen.
0: Um, (coughs) Janine, I'll jump in since we have no hands. Um, How are we doing? How is Ira doing uh, getting uh, with airport coverage? Um, Yes, I know you don't have O'Hare, and that's a burr in my saddle, (laughs) but. How are you doing as far as adding airports to the airport network?
5: Well, amazingly enough, airports are re um, re uh, re upping. Basically, they're resubscribing. Um, now we are doing our plans a little bit differently, and but all of the airports except for one particular one in in Georgia, Uh, but they they bowed out. They didn't choose to renew before the pandemic, so that was a whole other story. But um, all of the other airports have renewed their Ira subscription, and so they are still Ira access locations, and they are looking at it from the social distancing point of view because, you know, that's even more important. Even though it doesn't seem like there are a lot of people in the airport, people are flying again. And it's happening slowly, but surely and spasmodically, you know, as things open and close and whatnot. So, you know, being able to have IRA there to help people do that social distancing is super important.
0: Never so never thought of, never thought of there. it for that. Never thought of it for that. That's yep. uh, that's a real good point.
5: Yep and that's what is really getting the colleges too for those who are going back on campus Um, there are so many Ohio State came on board um, in August so I was pretty excited about that along with a bunch of other universities and what they are doing because the campus is you know parts of it are shut down parts of it are not and really there's signage everywhere telling you which door you can go in and things like that how far you can stand in Line, um, IRA is pretty critical in those situations to be able to give you what you need to get around campus.
2: IRA opened in the UK recently. I'm wondering if there are any plans in the future to open in any other countries.
5: Um, we are actually right now, we are just kind of taking a breath, um, but probably the next one will be the Republic of Ireland. Um, we're just kind of working out some things with you. Oh, I can go and- get a pint. <laughs> yes, exactly, because they were in our trial, but go we, we didn't have everything set That's up for true. them, so um, everybody in Ireland, we're working now. We are in Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK, so <laughs> <laughs> so we are available up there, but it was July 1st, and uh, I'll tell you what, our UK folks, they waited a while for it, but uh, they have been fantastic. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Still open to those of you listening out there. If you have questions, you can certainly raise your hand. I'll get you get you a chance to talk with uh, Janine from iris so uh if anybody wants to raise their hand and ask any questions, uh, sure. don't don't let the panelists have all the fun. Sure. And
5: you know, guys, we have gift certificates now. So if oh, you I was just having ask you about a, that. Oh, yeah. what a segue.
0: <laughs> a gift of IRA. <laughs> that's right.
5: A gift of IRA.
10: Can somebody purchase a gift card for an explorer that doesn't have a paid Absolutely. plan? And, Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. Okay. In fact, that's a fantastic thing to do. And what that will do, um, all you need to purchase the gift card. We have a web page to go to, and you just need their phone number. That's all you need, because that's what we'll tie the account to. And you can even buy a gift card for yourself if you want. And is that gift card then just
10: become... Uh, permanent minutes that are the ad hoc minutes or or does that gift card end up being a subscription for it ends up being a
5: subscription it'll go right to a subscription but then from the subscription um your your friend whoever you give the gift card to they can purchase add-on minutes so if they want a few more minutes that don't expire um they can buy some add-on minutes we have those available for as little as $25 for 30 minutes
0: yeah. And we haven't. We have a couple more hands. Um, All right, yeah. Sharon, Sharon Strakowski, you can talk. Hi. There Sharon. you are.
5: Hello,
11: Janine. How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> good. Good. Okay, I have uh, two questions. Well, one of them is actually. I think. I think um, it might be helpful to uh, mention your customer service phone number in case there's anybody yes. who doesn't have it. And the other thing is, could you explain the um, small
5: business plan? I wasn't really aware of that. Thank you. Sure, absolutely. Okay. Let me explain the small business offer first. Now, in your IRA app, you will see at the bottom there are tabs across the bottom, and if you, you are using Android, it's going to be in the navigation drawer. Um, you should see, and actually, I think it's on the front um, front page. Let me get a, getting ahead of myself here. Um, I was thinking usage and telling you about. So you're going to tap on um, call with a free offer. And that button is on the home screen of both apps. So it's right up there. Call with a free offer. And you're going to be presented with a list of all of our different offers and categories and things like that. The small business one is under promotions. And what it is, it is an offer for you as a small business person to do a number of tasks related to your small business. Everything from shopping for your business supplies, to shopping for inventory, to creating your small business website, taking photos of your products. Um, And this is great for crafters who have small businesses, or um, we have a lot of folks who are in the franchise businesses like... uh, I'm trying to think of the nail um there's a, a nail color one color streak i think it's called um you know things like mary kay um all of those types of things where you might have an online party you can have an agent help you out with that um so there are a number of things and the things that are covered under the small business offer are all detailed on that screen so if you double tap on intuit small business offer You will see another button that will tell you what's involved in the offer. And then there's a form to fill out that's going to ask you for your information. Um, It's not going to ask you for a tax ID or anything like that. It's just going to ask you for name and address uh, and contact information to be able to register to use that particular offer. And so that's the small business offer. You can find out any information though about any of our offers under that uh, particular um, call with a free offer button. We have promotions, we have products, and then we have locations. And those are the three categories of offers that we have under there. Now our 800 number, and they are open from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, which is 9 to 9. So they're still open for a few minutes, maybe. (laughs) And that is 1-800-835-1934. And then I also have numbers for the other countries that we serve if you would like to hear them. I have to get out my little braille card here.
12: Yeah,
1: get your braille card out. There.
0: While, you're, while you're doing that, Janine, I have to say that I've used Ira for a lot of things, but the most meaningful thing to us was uh, when a couple of years ago we got a new Christmas tree, and my mother-in-law always has liked our tree. Well, she's in a facility now, and she'll never ever probably able to be able to come to our home. We were able to get a picture of the tree and send it to her, so she could see it, and that just oh. meant so much to us. So,
5: oh, that's great. Yeah. That is great. Yep. And taking pictures of Thyra is the coolest thing ever. Uh, I, mean, I love taking yeah, pictures.
0: I did a selfie in my Packers mask when I got them about a oh, month ago. No.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Well, I I'm, still think it's uh, magical going through airports and, you know, even running around and grabbing <laughs> food. Yeah. And yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, I have I have not been bra- As much as I, since I work for an airline, fly a fair amount, uh, I still haven't been brave enough to try that yet.
2: Oh, so,
5: you'll, love it. Awesome. you'll awesome. love it. You'll, oh. you'll, you'll never you'll go, go back. back. Just <laughs> <Wonderful>. Even, <laughs> it's even when you have to pay for it in O'Hare. <laughs> yeah,
2: well. The biggest, the biggest issue now is trying to find places that are actually open because so many of them Yeah, very true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep.
5: That is very true because a lot of the airport amenities are definitely closed. Right it's kind of a yep. ghost town out there. Yep. So I have some phone numbers. Okay. If you are in Australia, our toll free number there is 1 800 765 096. If you are in New Zealand, our 800 number is 800 800- Four two five four five one, 451 And if you are in the UK, that number is 800-046-5668. And all of those numbers can be found, I believe, on our website. Yes, we got the UK number up there. (laughs) It wasn't up there for a while. Now, we are having a slight issue, and we are in the process of fixing it. It's on the developers uh, list now, where if you go to the app and you go to the More tab, and it says Contact Us, and it has a Call Us button. That doesn't work outside North America right now. We're fixing it. Trust me. We are fixing it. You can also email us, and the email is support at ira.io, and that's support at A-I-R-A dot I-O.
0: You don't have a separate number for Canada, do you?
5: Nope, nope, nope. The okay. U.S. one works for Canada.
0: Okay.
1: Very and good. We, we are Thank pretty you.
5: excited because we have the two Canadian organizations of the blind, uh, and that's the Canadian Council of the Blind and the Alliance for Equality of Blind Canadians. They have jumped on our power plans, too. So their members will be able to get the same plan as the ACB plan. So we're pretty excited about that.
1: Ray, I think one more hand.
0: One hand is up. Oh, got one a, hand, you, all right. Uh, Abraham Callow, I think it is. Yes, uh, it's you can Abraham. unmute. You can unmute. Ibrahim. <laughs> there he is. He- hello. Hello.
5: Ibrahim
6: uh, is one of our awesome, awesome UK uh, customers. Um, And I, I had a question. I guess um, I've used Iron on the phone a lot in the past, but I, I've heard stories about. People are using it on the computer with a program called um, TeamViewer. Could you talk a little more about that at all? I sure could, absolutely. And you were not the Abraham I thought you were. I'm sorry. But um,
5: TeamViewer is a screen-sharing program, and it is free. Um, You can actually pay for services from TeamViewer, but what we use for it is actually free. And it allows you to share your screen almost like you would do with, say, um, uh, there's a Windows feature that allows for screen share. Um, But TeamViewer works on both platforms, both the PC and the Mac. There's also a mobile phone platform for it, too, called Quick Support, Um, That works wonderfully on Android phones because the agent can actually get into your phone. On an iPhone, uh, they can't get into your phone. They can see your screen, but they can't manipulate. So what TeamViewer will let you do is actually... Let the agent get onto your computer. They can move the mouse around. They can type in information. They can go to websites. They can help you with formatting, which is what a lot of people do with it. So TeamViewer is pretty powerful. But as I mentioned, up and coming, think about one of the things you have to do with TeamViewer is give the agent your ID and password. Think about not having to do that anymore. Just think about (laughs) clicking a button, opening an app. And having a call Ira button, Ooh. it's coming. <laughs> but in the meantime, the way around that is to
10: just, if you use the same computer all the time, your team viewer ID will remain the same. So you can actually ask an agent to put your team viewer ID in your profile. Yes. So when I call up, I'm like, they're like, are you using the small business? Yep. My TeamViewer ID is right there in the profile. Let me know when you're ready for a password. Because yep. the password will change every also, time. Although there is a way to create a permanent Yep.
5: Team I view. was going to say, you <laughs> can do, do a permanent too. password in yep. TeamViewer. Now, you brought up a really good thing because... With your IRA account, you also get an IRA folder. And this is a secure Google Drive that you can only get into when you're on the phone with an agent. Nobody else can ever get in there unless you're on a call. But you can put anything in that folder. I mean, anything at all from photos to uh, instruction manuals for appliances uh, to just about anything, your itinerary for a trip, whatever. um, It's endless. The amount of things you can put in there and the way you can organize it. So absolutely, you know, if there's something you're going to be doing over and over again, have the agent put that info into your folder for you.
0: And we're about two minutes past the hour, so...
5: And you guys have a lot of stuff to talk about. We do, there, yeah, we right? do actually. <laughs> well, All right.
1: Well, Janine, thank you so, so much for coming on. And uh, you're welcome to stay if you want. But you're also uh, welcome to duck away if you would like to do that, too.
5: Fabulous. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna step away. But thank you so much, Jeff, for uh, yep. for having me. And Absolutely. it's always fun to be back with the main menu gang.
1: Yeah. yeah thank you so, so much, Janine. We'll talk to you soon. All Thanks, right. Janine.
4: Thanks. Thanks, Janine.
1: Ah, we already have a raised hand. She's gone. Yep. Well, in the second hour, we're going to introduce to all of you the members uh, that are here tonight, anyway, of the Information Access Committee. And we're going to talk a little bit about what the committee does, what our involvement now is with Main Menu Live. And most importantly, we're going to take your uh, responses or questions or ideas for future future shows and direction for the committee itself. So, please, uh, you know, if you have something to... Uh, to bring up, then raise your hand and uh, we'll, we'll take you after we do the introductions. So Ray, I don't know if you can help us with this, uh, to, to run down the the panelists and have us introduce ourselves. I can start. Um,
0: sure. I can to- do that. Okay. Okay. So okay. I'll- Go ahead, Jeff.
1: You want me to start? Okay. Yeah. So I'm Jeff Bishop. I'm uh, the chair of the information access committee. Uh, the committee works on, uh, information, uh, and, Access technology concerns uh, that can be anything from the post office to you know uh, television to any anything that where you're accessing information or you're using technology in a way that uh, you want to be made accessible or you're running into issues and and we do all kinds of things and maybe Ray when you when you have a chance to introduce yourself you can expound on as the as the uh, office related to the community. sure you want to pick it next right
0: it's Larry it's actually Larry Larry's next uh,
2: okay Larry uh, go I, ahead I
0: just I was gonna write down the order here so Larry go ahead
2: so Jeff what do you need from me I'm a recent add-on to the committee probably in the last you, three Larry. weeks all right so this is going to take six main menus good luck there's nothing that you need to do just sit back and listen
1: okay great okay good like, yeah
2: yeah so yeah, I'll go get dinner then would you please bring me back yeah. some too bring me back some pedos, would you please
1: Oh I got them right here.
2: Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. So I've been, uh, in in terms of technology, I've been around for a long time. I've been working with Main Menu since the beginning of the year uh, and also Accessible World and FScast for a while. Uh, So I'm here to do whatever I can to help. That's what it's really all about. And uh, we're all sort of forming this major alliance and people have been added to the committee. And I think it's going to be terrific. We'll get a lot of stuff done and I'm looking forward to the opportunity.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Brian Charlson, go ahead and unmute and introduce yourself, sir.
9: Good evening, everyone. Um, Again, Brian Charlson. I hail from Watertown, Massachusetts. I am a recent retiree from the Carroll Center for the Blind, where I ran the computer training services program for 34 years. I am both a Windows and Apple user using speech and Braille and uh, represented the American Council of the Blind on a number of advisory committees to the, you know, the big boys, Microsoft, uh, Apple, Amazon, uh, the list goes on and on. And I'm proud to say that I've been involved in making things accessible from everything from the uh, ATMs through the <clears throat> internet, those who are baseball fans and use at bat, I was involved in the early days of making all of that happen and pleased to see things continue to develop in that direction. Excited to have an opportunity to hear what others have to say.
0: All right. Uh, Our erstwhile co-chair, Judy Dixon, you may unmute and uh, introduce yourself.
9: Hi there,
13: everybody. I'm Judy Dixon, and I live in Arlington, Virginia. I am still working. I work for the National Library Service for the blind and physically. Oh, no, we're not called that anymore. National <laughs> Library Service for the blind and print disabled. It's only been a year. It takes a while to get used to these things.
0: <laughs> 10 bucks.
12: <laughs>
13: and um, my work job, I'm working very hard on our Braille e reader project. I'm the documentation person, so I get to write user guides and getting started guides and video scripts and all that sort of thing. And my my um, hobby, I suppose, is writing books. I write books about mostly about the iPhone, although my most recent book is about an updated, a significantly updated version of my 2008 book about labeling. That'll be out in the next month or two, and uh, that's what I do.
2: All right.
0: Peggy Carpenter, go ahead. Unmute and introduce yourself.
13: Um,
3: my name is Peggy Carpenter, and uh, I used to live in Alexandria, Virginia. Um, uh, but now I've, uh, I'm living in Florida and, uh, I really, uh, am a big iPhone user and, uh, love it. And, um, also a Mac user.
0: And, uh, Satana Howery, you can go ahead and unmute and introduce yourself.
10: Hello, I'm Satana Howery. I'm in upstate New York and, uh, f- For my work, I'm a voice actor, so I read a lot of Braille, and I run my mouth a lot reading a lot of scientific, technical, medical kinds of narration, and other kinds of stuff, too. So it's some really short projects, some longer stuff. It's a ton of fun. Um, So I have more Braille displays here than I have hands, (laughs) and uh, uh, it's good to be on this committee, so... And I'm involved um, right now with ACB um, working on some accessible stuff for exercise
1: stuff, which is really, really fun—extremely fun. Extremely yeah, fun. Talk more about that at some point. Yes. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, and uh, last but not least uh, from the committee is myself, uh, Ray Campbell. Uh, as Jeff mentioned earlier, I am the officer liaison to the Information Access Committee, and I'm second vice president of ACB. Um, I am. Uh, I work uh, for. A major airline, United Airlines, and as their senior accessibility analyst, been doing that for about five years. Um, I am a PC user and an iPhone uh, user, using speech, and uh, I do a little bit mainly when I'm doing testing with uh, with Braille. Um, my uh, I uh, have a, a kind of a soft spot for the deaf-blind community, and try to make sure that things that I'm testing or work with uh, refreshable braille as well as uh, as speech. So uh, uh, glad to uh, glad to be working with the committee, and uh, we have, as you've heard, we have an outstanding group, and uh, and um, it's uh, uh, great to be here.
1: Yeah. Now John is also here because I think he's with Larry. So okay. John, you want to introduce yourself?
2: <laughs> he's across the house. I just told him run. Run, John. <laughs> John speak I was going to say normally I'd be on my own computer but I'm using my mixer to record the NBA finals with the Lakers no 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 they so, want to hear about the IAC committee they don't want to hear about oh, the Lakers oh okay alright uh, actually what I I've done a lot of the similar things that Larry except you work for Disney and I work I'm just finished working for Marriott well yeah but I mean in terms of uh, technology I mean, I've done that kind of stuff for Disney for 17-18 years in addition to you have a job that i hold there and and work with uh fs cast and radio out of the past and accessible world and you know i just enjoy technology and i'm on a lot of email lists and wherever i can help i am happy to do so
10: and he rhymes too. fs cast <laughs> radio of the past <laughs> uh, oh he's my gosh, john he's awesome. a blast yeah, he's,
14: yeah.
1: <laughs> he's like a like a rapper over there <laughs> <Hell, it>. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, and we have two other committee members that are not here this evening, um, Carl Richardson and Sandra Sermons, um, who he were not she able might to... might
1: be here late. So. Yep,
0: that uh, sounds good. Um, okay, so...
4: And uh, actually, and you have one more member that is here. Yeah, oh, that's didn't right, Jason.
1: Jason. <laughs> I forgot, I did... I, I have not said a word all night, and I totally forgot you were here.
4: <laughs> well... <laughs> well, I'm, I knew you
0: were here broadcasting um, <laughs> or doing whatever, but I didn't... Right.
4: I'm real busy streaming.
1: Sorry, Jason. That's horrible. (laughs) Go right
4: ahead. It's all good. I am a recent addition to the IAC and very glad to be one. Um, I have uh, Mac uh, and iPhone as well as Android phone and Windows machine. And I have participated in testing on uh, all these platforms except for Windows so far. Uh, My experience with the IAC came when I was editing for Main Menu uh, after convention. We thought it might be great for Main Menu listeners to hear some of what um, the IAC was talking about in the convention IAC 411 session. And a couple of years went by, and I'd, I'd be editing these things. I'm like, why am I not part of this committee? I love tech, and <laughs> I love everything they're talking about. So that's that's how I got here. And uh, I have plenty of uh, experience, experience, uh, with tech, and I have a couple of braille displays. I love being able to use both speech and braille, and uh, yeah, that's
1: you, you're selling yourself short. He also uh, oh. manages all the technical background work of, of ACB itself, <laughs> and yep. Uh, yep. If it wasn't for him, you know, we wouldn't be uh, doing very well.
4: So well, I appreciate that, but uh, um, you have been a great help, Jeff, and and everybody working together really makes. ACB Radio, uh, an amazing uh, platform, and we just keep raising the bar. So yeah,
1: there's there's no I in team, right?
4: That's right. That's
1: right. <laughs> That's
11: right. That's right.
1: Okay. So okay. So what what we really wanted to do was was um, spend some time talking with you in the audience to find out some ideas of things that you would like the committee to cover over the next year, both here on Main Menu Live as well as just things that we, we know we have some resolutions that, that have been brought to uh, the the committee, and we're already in the process of dealing with that. Um, but we're really interested to make sure that we're covering the things that are important to you within ACB. So I think we have, what, two or three hands right now, Ray? It's like about four
0: that I can see. So Okay, uh, well,
1: let's, uh, let's start. Let me, and, uh, if you have something to bring up, everyone, um, please do raise your hand. We'll get to you. There we go. There's a fifth one. All right, let's do it.
0: Okay, we have, okay, so we have a 610 area code ending in 632. You can unmute and talk.
15: I'm Cheryl Stanchak from Springfield, Pennsylvania, outside of Philly. Can um, I don't know if this is the place to bring this up, but since you had the IR person on, um, is there any way that you guys could either have an O&M person or maybe um, the people who are, um, know about this to um, find to so that we can ask questions more about soundscape.
0: So it sounds like you want to hear, you want to hear about soundscape is
1: what it sounds like. So you have two questions here though. You want an O and M person and you want,
15: well, uh, no, I'm just saying you could, they could, you could could either have an O and M person who's worked with it or, you know, or, or, you know, that way or the people who were, at the uh, convention or something, I don't. I don't know if anybody else wants it, but I, you know, there's more questions I'd like to ask. So,
1: all right, I'll see what I can do about that. I actually work pretty, pretty closely with that team, so um, yeah.
15: I, this this is
3: Peggy. I know at the um, at the convention when Soundscape uh, did their presentation, they did have a couple of O and M instructors um, on right. the presentation that talked about how they were using it. You know, in this time when they couldn't really be with the uh, the people that they're training, but they could use it to do um, to work with them remotely. So that that's a great thought. Interesting.
1: We'll put that on the list, and I will reach out to that team to see if they might be willing to come on and and do a deep dive. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Abraham Kellogg, you can unmute and uh, go ahead and talk.
6: Yeah. Um, I. I was wondering, since I know in the past you guys did like demos and things, and I, I know a lot of people are staying at home because of COVID. So I'm wondering if you can guys maybe do some demos or have some people from like um, some of these remote software companies like um, Microsoft Remote or Team VR or something like that.
1: Okay, uh, that's definitely something we could look into. Um. Are there are there other demos or things that you might be interested in wanting to hear more about other than remote software? Um.
6: Uh, maybe PBs. I know you guys did something on, on like Amazon, but I'm thinking maybe the more mainstream ones, like maybe Samsung or LG, somebody from them, or some software about them.
12: Okay.
0: You, you know, actually, you know, actually, uh, Jeff, that that brings up a, a good point. I think I we we hear a lot about as a blind community, we, we talk a lot about iPhones and stuff. I don't think we do enough with Android. So maybe somebody, maybe see if we could get some people to, uh, come on here and maybe talk about their Android users, both talk back and sighted or you know, have low vision and talk about Android and, you know, why they chose Android and, you know, what some of the different uh, features are, or maybe, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Cause, um, I, I think sometimes Android gets a little shortchanged. So. There's
1: a great podcast, by the way, and uh, I will reach out to them and to see if we can uh, get them on. Um, but uh, there's a great podcast by the name of Anatad, A-N-A-T-A-D, I believe. And um, Jason, can you verify that? I think, I think
4: sure. That's the let, me, name. let me do a quick um,
14: look-up. I think for the longest time... Um Android, this is Sandra, by the way. Um, I think for the longest time, Android kind of got short shrift, but they've really stepped up. So, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I've noticed that too in some of my testing for United that uh, Android is getting a lot better um, too. I, uh, think, I think When I first started, I wanted to throw it out the window, but now yeah, I
14: don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're a Braille user though, it's still lacking. Um, mm-hmm. But But if you don't have that need... Then it's a lot closer to where you know things have have, have been. Uh, there's new gestures, and it, it, it's more um, multi multi uh, touch capable, so you right. can use more than one finger um, to be able to be able to do gestures and things of that nature. And so, yeah, uh, let's see what we can do about that in the near term. I think that would be an interesting uh, show to to throw together and, and bring them on. I'll 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 reach out to them. It's a great podcast. They are. It's interesting how you know some podcasts are are very much, you know, for example, very Apple centric and uh, very biased in their in their approach. Uh, Anatad is not that way. In fact, they if they have something negative to say about Android, they'll say it. Um, if they have something positive to say about iPhone, they'll say it. It's it's very very refreshing to listen to a bunch of geeks actually be. Really open, honest, and frank about you know where things work well and where things don't, and um, it it's just it makes it for a really really enjoyable listening experience because you're you know you're not getting um, you know something that that is all one sided. I I really really appreciate that.
14: That's important,
1: you know. Yeah, absolutely. And that
4: that is the correct name, Jeff.
1: Yeah. Okay. Great. I thought so. It, it's an it's an acronym, and I don't I'm not even going to try. That's Android and news and something, 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 something,
0: something. something. <laughs> all right. Hey, hey, uh, might I suggest, Jeff, before we go on with raised hands, uh, give Sandra a chance to introduce Absolutely. herself as a member of the committee.
1: Yeah, Sandra, go ahead.
14: Oh, okay. So, can you all hear me?
1: Yes. I can hear you just fine.
14: Fabulous. Okay. So, I am Sandra Sermons. I reside in Rockville, Maryland, and I am fairly new to the committee, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Glad to be here. My apologies for my tardiness. I got stuck at a meeting, so um, just glad to jump in and do anything I can to help out. All right. And by for profession, I am a contracting officer for the General Services
11: Administration.
1: Oh, okay. okay. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's interesting. How'd to talk to you about that. That's interesting.
11: Okay.
1: Um. Okay. I think we still have some hands raised. We right? sure do. We sure no. do. Um, Raise your hands, everybody, if you have questions or comments.
0: A seven zero three area code phone number ending in eight six five. You are unmuted. Go ahead.
12: This is Don Barrett, um, and I'm also a member of the committee. Last yes, but not least.
0: <laughs> um, hey, 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 Don. What I'll do when you're done yeah. with your comment, I'll, I'll just keep. I'll just have you mute, and I'll I'll keep your talking enabled so that you can uh, uh, participate as you as you want to. Um, I can't promote phones to panelists, so.
12: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so just briefly, I was, uh, I worked for a number of years at the department of education as a section 508 coordinator. I retired and did nothing for three years, did some rehab training. And now I'm back at the department of ed doing contract training, uh, with assistive technology, mostly JAWS training, which I really, really love because I think, I mean, It's nice to see uh, real people learning things that are making a difference on the job uh, rather than working on policies that can sometimes take years to implement or not get implemented, as many of you can imagine. So anyway, um, good to be here and uh, hope we get some really good input from the audience because we're always on the lookout for ideas, uh, things that are make... uh, everybody's life better in our community and make sure you speak up if you have something you'd like us to uh, look into sharing that'd be great all right all right
0: don And like i said i'll keep you on i'll keep you uh your talking enabled so that if you want to unmute and contribute you are certainly welcome to do that Correct. So our, our next person with a hand up is jamaica miller you should be allowed to unmute and talk there you go
16: Hello, I'm Jamaica Miller, and I wanted to ask about if there is a way to learn about um, how to do podcasts on a window, Windows computer, because I'm using a Windows computer, but I don't know, don't know how, to, how to actually do that with, with, the, with the computer, and I would like to be able to access some stuff on ACB radio, so thank you. And-
1: this has been a um, and i think what we're going to do here uh is move this to the community actually because this came up earlier today i had an opportunity to talk with the uh the presidents on their community call today and there are quite a number of affiliates who want this level of training and i think the um the information access committee with in partnering with some others potentially might, we might be able to pull something together to make that happen.
0: Maybe. Jamaica, Jamaica, are you wanting to know how to listen to podcasts or create?
1: No, them? I think she wants to create them, right? No,
16: I, I don't want to create one. What I want to do is be able to listen to them.
1: Okay. Well, we can do both. So yeah. we're going to, do, so we're going to, so we're going to do both. Um, uh, and, and I, I, think we're going to start by, by, by listening. And, but, but there's also a, uh, quite a, quite a large, Uh, Effort of of wanting training on actually creating a podcast as well. So I think we're going to talk about this at the committee level and see what we can do to um, come up with a plan around it. So stay tuned for that.
16: Thank you.
12: You're welcome. Jeff. Yeah, Don. This is Don. I just wanted to mention there's a wonderful Windows program uh, written by Brian Harchin out of the UK uh, called Leasy, L-E-A-S-E-Y, And one of the new features he's added um, is a podcatcher that works on Windows machines. In fact, I just checked before the show, and it's got all the main menus, and it it even has the first main menu legacy program. It uses the iTunes directory to find podcasts, and it's wonderful for anyone who wants to use a Windows-based computer to listen to podcasts. So it's just another thought of a, a way you might do that, and really get all the podcasts you could ever want.
1: Yeah, that's something we need to get on too. Um, we haven't had Brian yep, on it really, oh, yeah. actually. And
10: just as a uh, afterthought to that, LCE is an add-on to JAWS. So if you're an NVDA yes. user, LCE is not something that you're going to be using. It's it's only that's, for JAWS
1: users. It's only for JAWS. But if you're a JAWS user and don't have Lisey, um the, the, you should
10: go get it. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's yeah. it's really great.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's good. That, that that's like you know, not going outside without your shoes on. Not yeah. a good idea. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, absolutely stupendous. So.
0: All right. We have we have Diane Skelzi You should be al- now. You should be allowed to talk. To unmute and talk. I should say.
8: Um. I just was unmuted and muted myself again. Anyway,
0: you're there.
14: We're yes. Here, I, yeah.
8: <laughs> well, that's good. Um, first of all, Don Barrett, I've seen uh, numerous messages from you on the Lisi list, and you always have good things to say, and it's nice to be able to hear your voice. The thing that I would be interested in knowing more about is um, indoor navigation navigation um i realize that the and uh, uh, that that the ira agents do a great job in this area but uh i would be interested in finding out about any technology similar to satellite technology i guess that um that might be out there on uh, allowing somebody to navigate and find their way from place to place indoors Right. If there is such a thing,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know there's good maps. Um, good maps is new, that's very, very new, yeah. But they they propose, um, Mike to May have an indoor navigation that. thing, right, Larry?
2: Yeah, Mike May is working with that, and Mike's been working on indoor navigation for years. But I, I have, I don't know enough about it because I haven't we haven't had a presentation on it yet, yeah. But I'm learning, but it's definitely something that's that's being worked on, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's not a bad idea, yeah.
0: Um, Okay, area code 952, phone number, ending in 397. You should, you should now be allowed to talk.
3: I wanted to talk about Mystic Access. They do a number of classes, and they also have free presentations every month about technology-related topics. And um, I did the Android program they offer. It was like a six-week program. And people can buy it. And maybe you guys can work out a deal with them because I've heard them do some other presentations on ACB radio.
2: That's and all you know, I have. I know, yeah, they were I know Mystic Access really yeah. well. Chris Grabowski and, and Kim yes. Loftus. And they are terrific. And I'm sure they'd be happy to.
1: Yeah. And and they were part of the exhibit hall in the convention. And, uh, you know, I th- we, I think it would be Pretty darn easy to actually get them come to come and, and talk about uh, a topic. So, yeah, absolutely. Hey. Yeah,
0: Miss, Mr. Steve Bauer, you should be allowed to unmute and talk. Oh,
7: Steve.
1: Now which now which Steve Bauer
7: this is will
2: Steve it, from Southern California? Okay.
7: Yeah, this is Steve Bauer in uh, Culver City, California. Thank you. You know, there's two things that I know very little about. Uh, one of them is the various music programs. Uh, we all play with Apple Music, I guess, but I know. I mean i've played with with spotify but it'd be great to have somebody who has some knowledge uh, do a walkthrough of it and other music programs i don't know if there's anything accessible for the pc at this point point. and the other thing is the various um banking things like you know venmo and and zell and there are many other options out there uh, that would certainly be a
1: something to add to my knowledge base that would be helpful interesting don um i was going to Pass this over to you uh, on a couple of things. I think Lisi supports uh, Spotify now, right?
10: I thought that Lisi did, and then they dropped it because didn't they drop it because it was getting there was something that changed in the interface? I I thought it came back. Yeah, it 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 still
12: works. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. Yeah. Oh, Don. No, 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 Don.
2: Sure, Don. So if you know more
12: than we do, go ahead.
1: Yeah, go ahead, sir. We lost Don.
2: Like we
0: might oh, you know one. what? I think I think I cut the wrong guy off. Sure. Oh,
14: let, let,
0: let, let me get, let me, get him,
1: let, and let me then, get
14: him. And then I would like to address the banking one, when he's done, when Don's done.
1: Okay. Cause I wanted to ask Don about that. Cause he's actually using oh. something. I think that might be interesting here too.
0: Don, I didn't do it on purpose. I'm sure. There there we oh. go. Now I got your back. All oh,
12: right. Cool. There you All go. Right. So I, you know, I don't have a premium uh, Spotify, but I do use the free one. And you know, With the Lisi scripts that Brian has written, you can search for songs and, uh, you know, do playlists and that kind of stuff. So, you know, as far as I can tell, it's working as well as it always did. So, uh, again, if if you, you know, if we decided to have Brian on, that's certainly something he could cover. Um, And it's funny you mentioned Zell. I just started using that a, a couple weeks ago. I went to get a haircut, and the the hair salon person said, "You know, you could just pay me in Zelle if you want. If you don't have cash on you." And so she, I I loaded it. It's fully accessible, so maybe that's something we can think about too. Um,
14: We could do yeah, Zelle, and I would be willing to help out with um, Cash App because Cash App is not intuitive, but it can be done if if you play with it. Yeah. So I'd,
0: I'm, I'd, I'd be willing to do uh, PayPal or, uh, uh, you know, I'd be willing to do that one. And uh, if we could find somebody to do Venmo, that would be good.
12: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And especially now with people not wanting to handle cash and
6: exactly. just,
12: you know, the cleaner and the more distancing, the better. So I think it would yep. be a, a great session we could put together. Sure.
1: Great, and, and then Don, are you are you using the um, new Excel add-ins for uh, managing your banking?
12: You know, I'd like to, but I try to get them. I'm not sure how accessible they are. It's funny, I was going to write Kelly about that, and I think I will. You've given me kind of a a nudge to do that. I um, I know I've it can do it, a yeah. lot of a- analysis and stuff. But yeah. uh I couldn't get it to work with a screen reader yet. But you know, he may have come up with some good tricks to make that happen and okay. that's something we could also look into. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome because I think that would be a really interesting uh we we should plan a whole, you know, money management yeah. episode and Oh yeah. yeah, you know
14: what? That wouldn't uh-huh. be bad either.
1: Do like those,
0: uh, like those workshops we did in May with the uh, grocery apps and stuff.
14: Yeah, that's kind uh, of so what I was thinking, exactly. Ray. That's exactly what I kind of had in
1: mind. Um, and we're not the, done doing that, by the way. We need to do the shipped one. We haven't finished. No, we haven't finished yet.
0: Okay. Um, Abraham, I'm going to skip past you since you've had an opportunity. I'm going to go to Melanie Brunson. You should be.
11: Oh, hey, Melanie. Melanie. Hey, hey. Melanie couple of things I've really liked a lot of the things I heard I would like to ditto the the thing on the on the banking apps I think that would be super um I I think I'm wondering I know that there have been some community calls on this topic but since a lot of us are staying home um we're finding interesting um online courses to take and I would like to see some um, discussion on different options for um, online courses um, and what we know if, if, we, if, in the, if we know anybody who knows about the accessibility of different ones, because um, there, there seem to be several and some are more accessible than others.
10: And Melanie are the, you asking about the online course material specifically are you talking about the platforms the on which they are like kajabi
11: teachable is is one that I just came across because of course I'm thinking about taking is is using it and um the person that I thought you know knew all of them didn't know about that one so um I guess I'm going to have to be decide if I'm brave enough to test it myself. Of course you are. <laughs> but the, other, the other thing that I would like to suggest is um, braille displays. There's been a lot of development, a lot of good, interesting things happening in the braille display field. And especially since a lot of us who use braille, didn't get to go to convention um, to, to see them. I would like somebody who, you know, to hear from some people who have um, and can talk about some of the, the latest ones that have come out and some of the ones that are coming out soon, if, you know, if it's done after maybe they're already out.
2: That's a great you, idea. That's you, a, you, a, you, know, a, you know what?
0: That would... <clears throat> You know what, too, for the Braille display one, that would be a good one to do in partnership with Sassy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Who takes
2: several shows too because, be, because there's a lot yeah. of them out there. Oh, there's yeah.
1: a lot of them out there, yeah. But we, but we have some great people who know Braille really, really, really well on this yeah. committee. <laughs>
16: yeah. So I,
1: I think we could I think we could make that happen probably. So Uh-oh,
14: Don, you might want to hang up now.
1: Or Judy. I'm actually actually looking over at Judy right now. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Melanie.
0: Thanks, Melanie. Uh, Good to hear from you. Zora, you should be.
15: I would be interested in um, hearing about some technology for low vision users Um, rather than like the JAWS, maybe ZoomText with or without speech, just trying to figure out what options are out there.
1: Okay. So, not just Zoom text though. So, you would like to hear about other options as well?
3: well. Uh, yes, that's one I've heard of. Um, being new in the vision yep. loss
16: field, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a lot of knowledge.
1: Yep, no, that's you, great.
0: You, Zora, you bring up a good point because uh, a lot of us, um, not by, you know, unintentionally, but a lot of us, you know, we think about the talking things and we, we forget that there are people who have low vision that would like to be able to use certain things so uh, thank you for bringing that to our attention and we will see if we can maybe maybe we can talk jeff at the committee level about some of that and see if we can get some good low vision users on to do some <clears throat> presentations about various technologies yeah all right Thanks. You, you're welcome okay okay uh jessica jessica dale you should be allowed to talk jessica going once Jessica going twice. Jessica, maybe we'll come back to you. Um, okay. Since we have no other hands raised at this point, uh, Abra- Abraham, I'll uh, come back to you. Yeah, you can unmute and talk.
6: Yeah, I just wanted to clarify something, uh, part of the question i was asking earlier. I was specifically talking about um, like smart TVs, not Really like towards the Android um, phones. I just wanted to clarify it. that was what I was interested in.
1: Okay. All right. Um, so we have no
0: Sorry. more raised hands, right? Um, let me check here. Zoom's jumping around on me a little bit. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to Jessica. Let's try it again, Jessica Dale. Uh, you should be able to unmute and uh, talk if you'd like to.
15: I would like to see. Demos of both the voiceover handwriting feature, as well as Scribble on the Apple
9: Watch. There's a bit of an art to using uh, using first letter navigation and the like on an iOS device. Uh, and they're quirky. They're quirky. If you have to do a letter that requires that you take your finger off the screen for part of it, let's say, the letter T, where you have to do a crossbar, so it's a non-contiguous line. Uh, you get a different result if you do down and then across versus across and then down. Uh, so I think that that might be one of Is the little act- odds it, and ends. And There's I actually was an a-
13: app that teaches that can teach you the right way to write letters. Mm. It's called exactly. do, it, do It Right.
2: But if you're going to do an app a recorded, if you're going to do something, it probably should be recorded. We should record it first because as he said, is if it's that quirky, <laughs> uh, we would be wasting a lot of time here doing it live. So it's probably better to do it recorded.
13: But if any blind person has successfully been able to use scribble on an Apple watch, I'd love to hear how yeah. they do it.
2: Yeah.
9: Amen to that.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. We have one more. Uh, we have no, we have one more hand up, uh, Steve Bauer is back with us. Steve, you can unmute and uh, talk.
7: Thanks for the second chance. Uh, One quick thing that I forgot to mention when I was talking about the uh, banking apps uh, would be, I think, our chapter, and certainly we can't be the only one, trying to figure out. Since we're not having meetings and people can just hand us dues, um, how do we most effectively do this with one of these banking apps, or more than one of them, for that matter? Uh, as far as accessibility on the end of the person that has to do the, you know, take care of the transactions and also uh, processing fees and that sort of thing.
10: Uh, if I can jump in here for just a second, um, somebody mentioned PayPal earlier, and I just want to say that there are a couple of different PayPal things um, there's a regular PayPal app and then there is a PayPal business app that I find way more friendly and usable and great uh, and particularly for business stuff uh, it's pretty fantastic. you can actually send invoices and everything like that from it. you can look at you know your revenue, what you've made over the last quarter, the last month, uh, year to date, that kind of thing um, and you know make sure your PayPal account, um, is a business account if you're using PayPal, just, I recognize that that's a short answer to a much longer question, but, yep. um, you know, there's no, a, it's a ton of ways to, to do out, this. So,
7: so thank
1: you.
10: Yeah.
7: And yeah so, uh, hear
10: your voice, Steve.
1: Yep. That's, it. that's interesting that you bring up PayPal and a business account. Do you recommend that for individuals or only for businesses? Like, is there, have you found that to be um, beneficial?
10: I have to say it's been a long time since I, I don't use my PayPal personal accounts very often. Um, I love the business account. I just like the interface better. I think it's cleaner.
1: Oh, that's that's... Okay. Yeah.
10: It's a little like the difference between... Well, it's maybe not quite so much anymore. But what Skype used to be, and Skype for business, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Or or you know, you you know, another thing, another. Well, and and the one of the big apps that a lot of organizations use is uh, is Square, and uh, yeah. So that would be definitely one that we would want to uh, uh, talk about because that. uh, I think PayPal can do it too, but definitely Square. I know you can process credit cards with it. With it. it, it. So. That's, I know uh, our state affiliate uses uh, some PayPal, but we use a lot of Square too.
14: Yep, us too, Maryland.
0: Okay, we've got another hand up. Uh, Susan Lumpkin, you should be able to unmute and uh, talk.
16: At some point in time, and possibly even at another place, but you know, the committee was introduced, but we never have been told uh, what the committee is working on currently. We heard the word resolution. (laughs) <laughs>
14: but that's all
16: that was ever given and I'd kind of like to know unless it's too late what the committee is actually working on and thank you
1: yeah um we're, we're going to do that we're going to bring the resolutions forward and let make sure that everyone knows what's going on I, I kind of wanted to focus this one tonight on on getting some feedback but Well
16: and not. that's why I think maybe my hand yeah. raised was inappropriate
1: no you no, you're fine no, no, no. But I think it's nothing very is
16: important, important to know what the no. committee is working on nothing. too.
1: Yeah. Nothing is inappropriate. It's and totally thank you. fine. And uh, I, I, that's totally a valid question. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, one thing, let me jump in and throw a suggestion out. Um, are, are there any apps that are, if there are, that just, I, I don't, we could have somebody find someone to present on them. Any, we've heard, I've heard, you hear a lot about, Babble for like learning a language, learning different languages. I've also heard of one called Duolingo. What are there apps that people can use that to learn a different language and they're accessible? And you know, how do you, if so, how do you use those? Uh, be an interesting thing to look into.
10: This is Satana. I love Duolingo. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah, ba- cool. um, Babel. I don't find particularly accessible. There's just a lot of these language apps just they're they're really picture driven they want you to see it and say it, but they want you to see it in a a picture and Duolingo does have pictures but it doesn't rely on them at all. It's pretty cool
4: yeah Carla Hayes did a really good community call a couple months ago on uh, foreign language learning and Duolingo seemed to come up as a good app there too uh,
0: Okay we have uh... We have uh, uh, another repeat hand up, uh, which is fine because we have no new hands. Jamaica Miller, you can uh, unmute and talk. Well,
16: hello. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You're just fine. My my clarification on the on that um on that Windows podcast question is is there any programs that are actually in windows that actually can can have podcasts to where i can actually get in and listen to them um because i am um i'm not savvy to be able to 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 do um to do like the like the the um to to do like the the um the i i whatever whatever that
2: iphone whatever that
16: app was uh-huh. uh that 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 you all were talking about iTunes where you have to go to itunes because i'm not i am not i'm not that i'm not that good mm-hmm. good good with good with itunes or anything like that so is Downcast, is it, well, I can't remember the name of it. Was it that's a, is that an
2: iPhone app? Downcast?
16: No, well, know, wasn't it a Windows no. app?
0: Well, I know in, well, in Windows. Overcast. Downcast
1: is an iPhone app. Downcast is is uh, it, yeah,
0: they're iPhone and you, apps. And you can do, uh, and you can play like, you know, podcasts in like uh, Windows or Groove Music in Windows 10, or uh, I don't know if uh, other players are still around. That, uh, yeah, but you use. have
2: to get them first. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true, and that's you know that's the part. Um,
2: there may be more than one app for PC, but I, as soon as I got Brian uh, Brian Harchin's Lisi, I didn't worry about it. There are others that are a lot less usable now because they're not supported. But I find Lisi does all I need. There may be others that I'm not aware of.
10: And Jamaica Lisi has a basic mode and an advanced mode, so it really does. Um, it does work well, um, regardless of your level of comfort with with your computer. It's True. really it's pretty great.
2: Yeah,
13: I think Dolphin Guide has po- has podcasts
10: also.
2: Does it? Okay, okay.
0: All right, we have uh, we have no other hands up. Uh, if there's anybody, okay, so I'm
9: going to step in and ask a couple of quirky questions. This is Brian. I've been in total listen mode tonight, but there are two or three things that I'm struggling with that I'd like to do a little exploring in. One is um, systems that would allow me to do uh, household management. There's a a product called Cozy, which appears to be kind of the number one, where you can combine family calendars and, uh, well, family calendars and family finance and uh, also... uh, cooking recipes kind of all bundled into one a one-stop app and i'd love to see if there are others like that that people have had success with Uh, it's a subscription annual service kind of thing and i also have been working with uh you how's it YNAB go you need a budget y-n-a-b again with the idea of doing budgeting, combining my banking with my, hopefully, budget to go forward. Uh, Another one for me would be products that allow you to sign things legally. Um, I've been having to sign a lot of things with lawyers as of yet, uh, or as of late, and as a result, uh, different ones are using different services to accomplish that legal signature approach toward things. Here in Massachusetts, in order to get an absentee ballot, we had to sign a couple of things in the process. Uh, and they're a bit on the paranoid side here about uh, the accessibility of remote balloting. And as a result, we had to sign an application to get an absentee ballot and then sign an application to get an accommodation to access that ballot. So you, had do that by, you had to do that by the, uh,
10: hand or you had to do that online?
9: The answer is I'm promoting that we can do it online for doing it by hand in California for their ballot. They punched a couple of holes in the envelope that you return the ballot in and you sign between the punched holes so you know where Uh on the the envelope you would sign. Mm -hmm. And and with as many ballots as have been disqualified as a result of not being perfectly done, uh, most people with disabilities are going the route of giving up privacy and independence and that kind of stuff, just in hope that their vote will be counted somewhere down the rail. So it's like DocuSign that Mm -hmm. I think we all, not just for distancing, but just, you know, with all the online scamming that goes on and the like to have the ability to have a legal signature in an online kind of environment.
0: Well, well, even things like uh, you yeah. know, if you're, if you're purchasing a home, um, some of the realtors yeah. use uh, online tools that exactly you, like yeah. Dotloop, like dot loop, for example, um, that they use that you you need to be able to sign uh, things with. And so,
14: also um, a little bit off topic, but while I'm thinking about it, one of my friends was mentioning um, something called a massage book. An app called,
9: book.
14: Yes, it's called a, massage book. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um massage therapists use it in order to book their appointments and stuff. Yep, yeah,
0: there you go. Okay. We've got we've got one more hand. It's a repeat person and Jeff, we're at about five minutes to the hour. So uh Ibrahim yeah, you okay. Ibrahim, you can unmute and uh say what you need, wanna say.
6: Uh yes, I had a comment for that person that's looking for a, a built-in podcast uh, app for Windows and I don't know if this will work or not but I thought windows came with FS reader and that acted like a podcast catcher
1: that's a daisy uh, reader um, okay. it's not yeah. a podcasting tool okay um, and that yeah that would not work in that specific
6: case. okay and then daisy. I just have um, uh, go ahead go ahead uh, I, I want to say um, there's one thing I think a lot of people would like is maybe down the road if you guys uh did like an episode on uh library services for like public libraries and accessibility services for them, stuff like oh, that.
1: We could partner with Lua.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, this has been great, everybody. And uh we'll we'll uh take this show and kind of rip it apart, make some notes out of it and get it to the committee and we'll be discussing it and a lot more things. You'll be hearing from the committee in October. Um, Larry, we've got, we've got Eric coming in October, right?
2: Every about- year when JAWS Fusion and ZoomText have their big release at the end of October, Eric comes in and tells us what's new. Some of you already know because you've been involved in the public betas. But in October, he'll talk about what is new with JAWS. He'll answer your questions. It's always a fascinating hour, and we look forward to it
1: absolutely so stay tuned for that and uh maybe we can try to get brian on during the same show and then we can do a whole jaws leasy kind of thing so we'll we'll work on that we'll see what we can do thank you so so much everybody we'll be back in october and uh thank you very 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 much for listening and you know enjoy your your weekend and uh coming up and enjoy your evening thanks everybody
0: all right be safe everyone